Monica I thought I didn't love you I was going to break up with you next weekend After the holiday But then the zombies came And ripped you from my arms And as they started chewing I knew we were meant to be Though I'm a human Spoiler alert. You're listening to the Comics Online Podcast. Season 9. Episode 18. Lost Bastards. Recorded September 1st, 2009. This episode, Kevin is joined by Dune, Matt, Crows, and new podcaster Josh Powell. Topics include Comic-Con, Spectacular Spider-Man, Astro Boy, TMNT, Gatchaman, Lost, Disney buys Marvel, Inglourious Bastards, shows on USA Network, Supernatural, Smallville, Superman, Darkest Night, The New Fantastic Four Movie, X-Men Forever, Justice League, Cry for Justice, Garth and His Crossed, Zombie Apocalypse The Musical, Science Police, Bose Eyes, UGIO The Abridged Series, and Gene Simmons Family Jewels. Additional music by Random Gibberish. Converting earthy language into thrust. As you kneel before Azawa, Legend of Zelda's turned to dust. Podcasting from the future like your time was dead and gone. And we rock the best site like ComicsOnline.com. Level 12 cybernetics, vibranium power acts. You communicate with snail mail while we wireless adapt. We are more than easy eyes. We descend to blow your spot. You're a copy of better tech like your name was GoBots. You hoping for iTunes, but little new view in the danger zone. We're all the best leaders like Sepinter on his throne. Written by Stan the Man. Don't you ever try to serve thee. New guys of this book like we were drawn by Jack Kirby. Hunger like Sinistar, consumer culture, then Galactus. Final Fantasy domination with our super geeky tactics. From the days of Marconi to Buffin Loud and Best in City. You can hear us on every radio, stolen in Vice City. From leaping tall builders to going off like Gamma Bombs. Switch your internet browser to comicsonline.com. Hello again and welcome to the Comics Online Podcast, Season 9, Episode 18. I'm your host, Kevin Goswan, and with me, as usual, is Dune Murderous. Hey, I'm on the internets. Again! And with me, almost as usual, is Crows. Why, hello there, ladies and gentlemen. You just entered the Crow Zone. Oh, the Crow Zone. Oh, wait. How do I get out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then with us, with us as well, is Josh. For the very first time, we've got Josh. Say hi, Josh. Hello, everybody. Hi, Sarah. And then we, we may have Kendrick coming in on us. Say hi, Ken. What's up? Kendrick interviewed the cast of Chuck at Comic-Con fame. And uh, let's see, it looks like we're going to have Matt come in as well. So uh, He just said to conference you in. Yeah. Okay. By the way, and you wait, might want wait. to take Hey, and everyone, we've got seconds. we've got Matt. Hello. All right. So uh, it's been a Matt, while. Matt. Yeah. It's yeah, crows. We're on a podcast. I know. It's been a while since we've since we've done a podcast at all. Um, the last time we did a podcast was uh, in 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 the in Nomad's car at uh, the first night. That of That was hardly a podcast. It, it, well. It was trying to be a podcast, and it was more of a uh, let's see how many 
uh, interviews we can get on one piece of audio. And, uh, you know, I mean, it was worth listening so to. So you were in the Blackmobile? Yeah, we were in the Blackmobile. It was all black all the time. And then there was this guy called Randy. And, uh, yeah, Randy. He's uh, not creepy at all. Unless you're female, in which case he is 100% creepy. Or human. Right. Has this uh, story <laughs> been told to everyone already, or can I hear it now? Oh, okay. Well, so so we went... So uh, Nomad is uh, is our resident um, ambassador. Crazy guy? Ambassador what? of blackness. Crazy and guy. He's a crazy guy. He's he's a wild and crazy guy. He's uh, he barely beat me out for the title of ambassador to blackness, though. Right, right. Just <laughs> anyway, so we're um, so so Nomad is is one of our very uh, personality heavy uh, personalities on the podcast and uh, just on the site as in general, and uh, we we were driving driving home. Well, we, at Comic Con, he decided to bring a couple of his friends along. Um, with him, you know, who just happened to be going to Comic-Con. Any, anyway, this one guy who was very, you know, even-tempered, just kind of quiet guy. Um, I can't even remember the guy's name at this point. But then there was Randy, this this creepy white guy who did nothing but uh, wear headphones all the time and say inappropriate comments to to the girls in the group. Interesting. Yeah, it was it was great. Then you just met him at the con. Yeah, apparently he knows Nomad. Some like he he took he takes uh, Japanese with Nomad or something like that. Yeah. Anyway. That explains everything. Yeah, there you go. Then there you go. There's the connection. Um, the the white people in a Japanese class though, <laughs> <laughs> it's quite the subgroup of society. Right. Oh, didn't didn't we already have a, an episode on Yaoi? Oh, yeah. oh, oh, Every oh. episode's about Yaoi. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, so it has been a while, and I, and I did, I, I really did plan on having more podcasts at Comic-Con, talking about Comic-Con, but instead, I just concentrated on, you know, Matt and I did so many interviews, even now, today, a month later, we still don't have all of our interviews up, um, you know, both video and this audio. This is one of my interviews. Yeah, except, but... But uh, Crows has all of his interviews up, and they're all of what one? Did you do? One? Did you do more than one? Yeah, I did more than what, one. What else? Did Matt you has imposed the second one. Oh, what was I one? did a toss from Torchwood. Oh, yeah. So so Crows did something rather spectacular. Uh, twice, two years in a row. Can you tell tell our public what you did? Got laid. Uh, two years I in a row. Myself out of money. Oh, oh, I mean, oh, you mean interview-wise. Interview. Um, yes, yes. That uh, I managed to uh, get us exclusive interviews with the uh, the stars of the TV show Torchwood on BBC America. Yeah. Which, as, you know, the science fiction community knows, Torchwood is the spinoff to the hit sci-fi show Doctor Who. Right, and so... You got you got an interview with uh, what's the guy's name again? Who plays Captain Jack? John Barrowman, who plays Captain Jack Harkness. John Barrowman, who is just huge in the uh, uh, in the indie geek sci-fi community. I guess it's not all that indie. It just seems indie to me because it's British. 
Um, but especially the Brits that I listen to, all the, I, you know, I, as I've said before, most of the podcasts I listen to, you know, bes- besides my own, uh, of course, all the time. I listen to it all the time, unlike the rest of these bastards. So Jack Harkness is a supporting character on Doctor Who? Right, and then he's got his own show as well. Yes, and then, yeah, he's the main character. Anyway, so all what I was saying was all, I, I listen to a lot of Brit podcasts. Um, so, so there's been a lot to go on since then. Um, definitely, if you haven't yet, uh, check out our, uh, our YouTube site, you know, just youtube.com, you know, slash comics online or however they do it. Just, you know, just search comics online and you'll find a ton of stuff. We've got interviews with the people from, as I said, Chuck, um, which are just hilarious. Um, Crows' interview is hugely popular. Um, his interview with, um, with Captain Jack. Um, also, uh, we've got a few things. Um, we've got uh, interviews with Joss Whedon and Eliza Dushku from Dollhouse, as well as uh, some other stars of Dollhouse. Um, we got Edward James Almos. We got Ed. We got an interview with Edward James Almos, and as well as um, gosh, who else? Who, who else did we get with, with uh, Mr. Stand and Deliver himself? Right, Mr. Stand and Deliver. Um. Mr. Oh yeah, we got the whole cast of the new Stargate Universe that is coming out uh, October second, I believe. Right. Right, Matt. Yes, that October second on Sci-Fi. And then Matt, Check and then we, out. and then we have also posted uh, four parts. Um, you know, all all forty minutes of uh, of the panel of the Spectacular Spider-Man panel, hosted by someone. Wait, who was that? Who hosted that? That would be Matt. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait who? Matt, Matt Serniger did it. Oh, okay. Yep, that, that, that was me. Wait, oh. that was you? I just thought that was yeah. some douchebag up there on the stage. Yep. Uh, and I think now uh, talk about you. Oh, I feel so sorry. So, yeah, so we missed a lot. I, I really wish we would have been podcasting every day. Maybe, maybe somehow next year we'll do it, but it's like, you know, I thought, oh, yeah, well, you know, other podcasts will go and, and do do things every day of Comic-Con, and they'll be able to put up, but but I don't think they're going and interviewing people, you know, just going from one interview to the next yeah. interview to the next interview, and just going and trying to compile all this information and ripping the audio from video and, and stuff like that. I don't think they're doing that, and so I don't feel quite as bad, but I, only, but I, just, I just wish that I would have been able to get it posted before now, is my, is my real regret at this point. Yeah. Well, also, we had another big thing for Comics Online happen at uh, uh, Comic-Con. That was huge. Um, well, let, let, me tell you, let me tell the story from the beginning. So, uh, and, and this is from my beginning, not your beginning. Um, so, the Saturday morning, we, we were invited um, to, to go and buy a, a company called, some animation company called um, Imagi. And I'm thinking... Who is this? And you know, the funny thing is, you know, I we, we love all of our PR reps, but sometimes they're they're not quite uh, thorough when when they go and send out an invitation or a solicitation for a review or something like that. So I get this this uh, invitation. Hey, come to our Saturday morning hangover breakfast, um, and I'm like, dude, free food, I'm in. You know, and I I looked at it and I'm like, that that character kind of looks like Astro Boy, but not really. And so I'm like, I don't know what it is that this Maggie does. Um, you know, I was like, all right, I'll check it out. It's free breakfast, right? And it's at a fancy hotel, the Ivy. 
So the Ivy, the Ivy, it's Seventh uh, and something um, downtown. And so, uh, so me and Katie and Kendrick and and Jen um, go down to to the Ivy, and we're going, and, uh, and we have breakfast, and we figure out, okay, yes, this is in fact Astro Boy, and this is in fact an Astro Boy breakfast. Which would have been nice because I would have liked to have known, you know, in advance that oh yes, they're redoing Astro Boy and this and that and you know had some actual information. And they're actually uh, one cool thing, uh, you know. But we we got to talk to the the director, the producer, um, the I believe the casting director as well. But the thing is, we weren't prepared. We didn't, you know, we were just having breakfast with them and, and you know, shooting the shit, basically. Which was cool and all, but I kind of would have rather it been more formalized where we could, you know, do real interviews. Anyhow, good time. Astro Boy sounds kind of awesome. If it's as good as they talked it up, um, I think we're going to all enjoy it. Um, maybe more than any nostalgia that it gives anybody. I think this, uh, this might be an awesome movie. If it is indeed an awesome movie, oh, and by the way, imagine th these are the same people who did the most recent Turtles movie, the uh, the CGI one, which, with the awesome Leo and Raphite. Exactly. Um, so if these are the same, you know, these are the same uh, writers, directors, producers that are do that did that, I, you know, I have I have high hopes for. Them. Um, after that, they revealed that their their next project is going to be Gotcha Man. Really. Gotcha, yes. man. Otherwise known as... G-Force in the U.S. In the U.S. it was known as G-Force. Just to clarify, not the G-Force with the hamsters. No, no, no. We're talking no. about G-Force. Yeah. We're talking about Battle of the Planets. Which it was exactly. also known as in the, uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I just felt I needed to clarify that because <laughs> yeah. uh, when I when I heard oh they're making a G Force movie and then I saw hamsters, <laughs> I was I was really scared Those were gerbils, and traumatized. Matt, that's oh. why the G is there in G Force, dude. Don't confuse hamsters <laughs> oh. with gerbils. Man. No, H Force, right? So uh, anyway, so that was exciting, you know, and it was good food and it was like you know it was a great start to the day. Little did I know how awesome my day was going to be. Because really, Saturday, I had nothing planned. I was like, okay, I'm going to go and, you know, just surf the, the, the show floor. This is going to be my day to, to go and cruise around the show floor and do nothing. Because I thought, by this time, if I go to this breakfast, there's no way I'm getting into Hall H. So, I go, we, we, we finished breakfast and we talked to these people and we have a good time. And I had my camera out because we were up on the roof of the Ivy. And I wanted to get a nice panoramic uh, shot, you know, just to use for something. I don't know. I haven't used it for anything and probably won't for years. But I've got this nice HD panoramic shot of downtown. And and so then I was like, well, should I leave my camera out? Because a lot of times I was walking around with my tripod as like a monopod um, and just kind of walking around as a walking stick just in case I saw anything worth shooting. I was like, nah, I'm walking through downtown. I don't want to show off my nice camera. You know, and it's it's light. It's you know, it's a uh, HB thirty. It's not it's not a big heavy thing. Um, and but I was like, ah, I'll put it away. Mistake, because we take the elevator down from the roof, 
to the lobby, walk out of the elevator, and who's there? Oh, it's Darlton and uh, Josh Friend. and Jorge and uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, Michael and um, who plays Charlie? Oh no, he wasn't there. I thought he was. No, 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 he was the oh, one okay. who wasn't there. So it was, it was, uh, it was all these people from Lost. Uh, and so I was like, oh my god. Well, and you know, and the funny thing was, I didn't notice right away because Jen was ahead of me and Ken was ahead of me, and I was jerking around with the bags. And so, you know, I'm walking, and, and Jen turns around with me with this ghost white face, and she's like, oh, my God, what do I do? I don't know what to do. And I was like, oh, shit. You know what? They're just all around. And this is a – you have to understand the Ivy. This is not like going into some uh, – like a Marriott or Hyatt or something like that. No, Hilton. This is not a big hotel. This is a tiny little boutique hotel, right? So this, this is – you know, it's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. It's gorgeous. But it's a tiny little uh, lobby. And so we're walking through this, and they are just right up next to us. And I was like, holy shit, you know, what are we going to do? Oh, and uh, and Nestor, who I didn't mention before. Nestor is there, too. Um, maybe he's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> um, uh, who is the be- Gotham's best mayor ever. Let me just, just put that out there. Gotham's best mayor ever. Billy D. Uh... It might work every time, but not in Batman. Um, so anyway, uh, so you know, I'm just like, oh shit, you know, what do I do? You know, I, you know, here I am supposed to lead, you know, the fearless leader, and I'm like, I don't know, you know, what's what's protocol on these things? You know, if I was, you know, if we were like your standard media, where we're just a bunch of assholes, you know, we just bust out the cameras and start getting in their face, be like, what's up? Tell us all about blah blah blah. Get all up in their face, and we're like, all right, fuck. We're not going to be the assholes, and you know we, you know we've pretty much established that we're not going to be those assholes. And so, you know, I get out. I was like, all right, well, just get out the the video camera. And I'm like, here, Ken, you get that. You know, here, I, I turn I turned it on for Ken, handed Ken the the camera, and he's trying to take videos. You know, kind of stealthily, not not hidden, but to where he's not making a big deal about it. And uh, and Jen's just sitting there by the door, just snapping pictures with her like phone. I think I don't know if she even got anything, but uh, you know. And then I walk up uh, to um, Carlton Cues and was you know was going to ask him, hey, you know. And I just kind of walked up near him. I didn't walk all the way up to him, and I just kind of walked up and stood, you know, as if to wait for him. And he came up and said hello and, you know, shook my hand and, you know, and I said, hey, is there anything you can tell me? There's no way I can get into Hall H at this time because Saturday morning, this is when uh, the, the the last panel was going to go. And so I was the like, The last well, lost panel. The last lost panel. This is the last lost panel. This is an awesome show. We all love it. You know, you know from, from listening to this podcast that we all love Lost. Pros, uh, how long did we stand in line for Lost? We stood in line so very, very long. We stayed in line overnight. Don't. All right. We'll get to your part soon. We'll get to your part soon enough. <laughs> so, so I, I even told, I, I even told Carlton. I was like, hey, um, can't you know, you know, I'm not gonna get into your panel at this point. You know, it's like, 
you know, you're you're about to to you're waiting for your ride, you know, because I could hear them talking about that. You're waiting for your ride. Um, there's no way I can beat you. You know, I can I can get into that line and expect to actually get into Hall H. It's just not going to happen. Sixty, you know, sixty-five hundred people or no, there's no way I'm getting into it. And uh, or however big it is, is it sixty-five hundred people? Yes. That's yes. So fucking huge. And so. You know, he was like, yeah, you know, I was like, really, come on. You know, this is, you know, uh, you know, we do a podcast and, you know, we, t your show is one of our biggest things that we talk about. And he, he looked like he was about to tell me something. And then his evil handler came up and was like, that's why you should be at the panel. And I was like, oh, you fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I, I realize, I realize she's totally just doing her job, but I'm like, dude, we could have been total dicks. We were totally nice. You know, just let him tell me one little tiny thing. And, but she wasn't, you know, she wasn't playing like that. And so whatever. And so we left. We were like, all right, well, you know, if the handler's going to do that, then all right, we're out. Um, fine, but was, in truth, we didn't get Josh. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, wait, wait. Let me get. So we didn't get. We didn't get uh, Josh in the shot at all. We didn't get you know Sawyer. By the way, for those of you who are uh, not in the know, we didn't get Sawyer in the shot at all, um, because he was stealthily hiding behind the this pillar the whole time. Anytime Kendrick bu busted out the camera, and he was exactly behind the pillar the whole time. It was perfect. Uh, Very he's Sawyer. He's obviously really good at his job um, of hiding. I don't know. Anyway, so uh, so I, I walk out and I and I tweet who's there, and then my tweet gets picked up by a ton of people. If you haven't subscribed yet, comics on or uh, uh, Twitter uh, twitter.com slash comics online. Subscribe to our Twitter; it'll be great. You'll love it, or not? Who cares? Um, but the uh, so anyway, so that was cool. We got it got picked up and retweeted a ton, and then I get down there and I miraculously got in through miracles of science and stuff that i can't divulge at this time but we got in line hopping hey that that's illegal or immoral or something but anyway we we, we got it um and we, and we didn't plan to get in we didn't think we were gonna get in but all of a sudden we got in and we were like all right well cool so we got in in fact we got in ahead of matt and crows strangely we we're there for 18 hours thank you yeah they were there for 18 hours and then we sat down and they they you know uh uh, Carlton and and Damon started talking about you know these are the two producers they started talking about Lost and talking about all this this awesome stuff that you know how well loved they are and how how uh, uh, you know humbled they are by how many people really love their show and they started t showing all these different things that that people had done talking about having Lost parties and baking Lost cookies and fish biscuits and whatever the hell else you know over the course of, of fish biscuits. Yeah, I've seen fish the recipe biscuits. online. Okay. You know, season season three, they had fish biscuits. Ah, all right. Um, the polar bears ate them. Uh, anyhow. And Sawyer. And Sawyer. <laughs> 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 uh, fun stuff. But That's anyway, probably so, what he was chewing on behind the column. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> Just like I can't, I can't. Am I right? Flavor. Uh, so. We uh, so we get down there and we get in there and and then and and they show all this you know stuff and the build up and build up and build up and then they say well we put out to ABC put out to everyone uh, the question 
you know, Lost doesn't have a theme song. What would be the best Lost theme song? Ooh, and this, ooh, ooh, wait, ooh, wait, ooh. wait, but see, so, so, uh, so, so they, they said, and they gave this special, and, 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 uh, special mention goes to our runner up, so and so, I don't remember who the hell it was, but, and then they said, well, here it, you know, here we cut it to some, uh, some video, and they showed a bunch of video. Oh, and they said, okay, and it's the, the winners were some local San Diegans, these four guys, these four clowns that, you know, otherwise might not have been able to write, their, write a song to save their lives. They did not say that. Um, oh, oh. <laughs> that was not what was said. Am I They said these very talented people wrote this song, and they're from San Diego, and they happen to be sitting Except in the front row. Except the one row. who is from Jersey, who is a lot smarter and handsomer and, than the other three. From and the other one who's from Riverside, but we're not going to talk about semantics. And he looks like Fonzie, and he, <laughs> and and Dune does a good impression of him. Okay, but so the point was, they said, and these people are here with us, and then they said, who were the names, Kevin? And they said it was yes, some Kevin. guy called uh, Matt Cernacker. Um, in fact, I've got the I, I, I've I've got the uh, the audio from it. I can play it now. Hey, play it right now. Songs that you guys wrote. Now they actually they wrote the music um, for various legal reasons. They did not cut the picture, so we listened to a hundred CDs of various tracks, and we actually wanted to first acknowledge the first runner-up. There were some really really good ones, and we wanted to acknowledge Carl, Connor McFarland from Tulsa, Oklahoma. But the winners of this contest are actually from right here in San Diego. Um, and I, I believe, I'm told, they are here with us today. So if you are here, guys. Matt Cerniker, Aaron Hatch, no relation to the Swan. Right down there, guys. There they are. Uh, Matt Mendoza. And Rose Kresge have uh, written the song that you are about to hear. And so we, we took their song as inspiration and we cut some picture to it because you didn't want to just hear the audio. So let's. Uh, so we're going to play that. And then uh, that will be followed by a few words for uh, a few words from our sponsors. <laughs> wink, wink, wink. <laughs> Let's roll it. So good. That was so good. Yeah. So so Matt and and Aaron and Crows and also some guy called Matt. Matt Mendoza. Matt Mendoza. Who was kind? Matt Mendoza was kind enough to re-record and produce the song for us. And without his amazing musical abilities, we would not have won the Lost Theme Contest. Yeah. I have to I have to throw that out there. So. Yeah. Matt had to and sleep with him to get that. Crow. Actually, that was Crows. Um. 
But yeah, it was an incredible experience. And then we got to go backstage afterwards, and we met. Uh, who, who did we meet, Gross? You can tell him. We met Carlton Hughes. Yeah, he was pretty cool. We got a and picture with him. He enjoyed our shirts. Which funny story. So the night before, Matt and I were sitting there thinking, "Huh, we need to do something awesome for this panel." And you better not like, take credit for this. No, you jerk. You better not take credit <laughs> for this. It was just totally my idea. No, we were sitting outside. The shirts were your said, idea, but the design was my idea, bitch. It wasn't a Bullshit. Day and a no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. The idea was mine. You cannot take credit for that. I said Dharma logo, musical note. Kevin was there. Don't was even there. think about taking credit for that. I was there. It was outside of the uh, we, when we did the DC interviews. Yeah, crows. I call bullshit. Thank you. Yeah, but anyway, you guys as a group uh, went in for it. No matter who thought of it first, it was still Matt's idea, and it and it looked good. Yeah, it turned out really cool. So it was a Dharma logo with a musical note. See, Crows gets quiet because Crows knows Matt's telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, anyway, it was it was a great day, and that was just you know that was thrilling. I mean, you know the the uh, spectacular Spider Man thing was you know very thrilling, and as I say, you can check it out on YouTube. Um, well, but to be told by the some say they, no, no, no. To be told by the guys who write and produce Lost on a weekly basis that if it had a theme song, it would be the one that we wrote. It's a pretty uh, awesome honor. It is a pretty awesome and, honor. And Kevin, yes, some would say that Matt's e penis grew three sizes that day. <laughs> it did. It, I'm not gonna lie. I, I would guess that that's the case. Um, so anyhow, uh, yeah, so so really we had an awesome con. Um, we had a ton of people there. Some of them actually, you know, and besides, <laughs> besides me and Matt and uh, who, else, who else did work? Crows, Crows. and Chelsea. Um, some other people actually did work. Um, it was... Uh, just far less of it. <laughs> but we had a ton of people and we had a good time. And, uh, you know. and then after Comic-Con, there's a post-Comic-Con party held by a certain comedy band named Random Gibberish. Yep. And what did, what did Random Gibberish do? Oh, yeah, they wrote the theme song to Lost. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so Tom and then they the were overshadowed us. by the much better The Megas. The Megas were pretty damn good. I, you know, I thought so. So the Megas are this band that do uh, all their all their music is based on Mega Man, the video game. Remember Me- Mega all Man? of it. That's all uh, of it. <laughs> that's quite a niche. Actually, it's based on Mega Man Two. Wow. That um. Also, they just put half. out their new album this past week, uh, full of Mega Man One remixes. It was. Uh, it, I, I was really impressed because I thought you know they do all their music on Mega Man. That sounds just stupid. Like you could get it one or two songs, but come on, shut up. It was, but it was actually good, and you know they they took it kind of far afield, but they still tied it into Mega Man. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they were good. They were very loud for that for that venue. They were. It was not the right venue for a loud band, but uh, it was a great venue for Random Gibberish. Um, if you ever get a chance again to see Random Gibberish at what's it called? Lestats. Lestats. Lestats West. You see, we're uh, gonna we're gonna be playing again shortly. Uh, we'll post on uh, comics online when we'll be playing live. But it's all pop culture comedy music. We do songs about Aquaman and you know evil scientists and Lost and what, what else? Mega Man. We did a Mega Man musical tribute. 
Right, and that uh, was pretty good too. We did a uh, song about how uh, you know the various ways that crows can die. It's pretty awesome. Yep. Um, uh, it's an eight minute and thirty two second ballad, which will be available on MySpace shortly. Nice. Um, we also just wrote a song about Chrono Trigger. Uh, really? We're current. Fuck yep. you. <laughs> you. Uh, I gotta tell this story. So I'm I'm hanging out with Hatch and uh, Aaron Hatch is one of our editors and he's over at my place and Crows is like, Matt, tell Hatch that one of uh, one of my friends is writing a song about Chrono Trigger called "And the Future Refused to Change." Hatch tells me to write back to Crows. Uh, Crows, you can't do that because I wrote that song three weeks ago. Crows calls bullshit. Within the next 15 minutes, Hatch and I wrote and recorded a Chrono Trigger <laughs> song and posted it online just to spite Crows. <laughs> And the funniest thing is, it's really good. I don't even know what the hell. I've never played Chrono Trigger. I don't even know yeah. what it's about. What? What's Chrono Trigger? Really? Fuck you. Go know. get it for the DS right now and play it. You're Dude, missing out on one of the best DS. RPGs of all time. I'm not gay like you. Oh, wait. Sorry. I was possessed by the spirit of Nomad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but before we, di- before we diverge, um, the other project that Random Dibberish is working on right now is Zombie Apocalypse, the musical. Yes, that's correct. Zombie Apocalypse, the musical. And you know what? Dude, I was listening to... We were listening to that again. The other day, Josh and I were listening to that as I ripped the the audio from it. And the the song that you guys do with with Tony's sister is... Tamara. Man, that was... It's addictive. That's a great song. Wait till you hear the rest of it. Wait till you hear the rest of them. No, we just did uh, six new tracks this weekend. Um, which we hadn't recorded yet, and they turned out so incredibly good. Um, but the best part is Aaron Hatched layered six times. is probably the most amazing thing ever. Let me ask you a question. That that song that you guys did at your... Yeah. Uh, at, at, good. That one's called Goodbye. Goodbye. So, so that one, um, do you have more characters singing it in the actual production? Yes, there are actually um, three main characters who are singing that, plus there is an ensemble of uh, survivors who are singing. Chorus. Yes, and there's a zombie chorus in the background against the gate, uh, moaning along in the background. Nice. So the, the part that we have the audience sing along is actually um, in the, uh, the piece itself um, as a zombie chorus. That was great. That was, that was good times, man. I was, I was really impressed. This is the first time I, I saw Random Gibberish a lot live. Like, I've seen, you know, little, little videos and whatever, and you're like, okay, well, great. See them live. They are a band to see live, for sure. No, maybe. Um, they're you know it's funny and you know and it's good music and you know you have, you know especially in a venue like uh, you know a cheap venue like the Stats, you know five bucks can't beat it. You know great entertainment. Better than buying uh, an issue of Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, does that cost five bucks now? It might. Well, it does, right? That joke is it tax on top of it. Doesn't it cost five yeah. bucks? I don't know. I could be wrong. That's, that, that's I, not I think true. that's the perfect uh, lead-in to uh, the Twitters. Uh, the big uh, thing that happened this week. So what, what happened yesterday? What happened? I haven't heard. Somebody tell me, Dune. What happened? Disney done bought Marvel for four billion. Four billion. Um, four and this set the internet or? and all geeks on it into a like blinding fury. We have not seen such a fury since Hal Jordan turned into Parallax. Actually, the, the funny thing was, it, it wasn't really $4 billion. It was 4 billion copies of X-Force number one. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it! <laughs> but uh, the best thing that happened... That's a monthly well, bus pass. The best thing that's come out of this so far has been the fact that uh, 
all the head guys at uh, Marvel, Brian Bendis, Warren Ellis, Matt Fraction, were all Twittering yesterday. And the comments they were Hold making. On. I think was, we should read these Twitters. Oh, I've got it right oh, in front of me, Crows. I'm already oh, we'll a step here. ahead of you. So here, Crows, we'll, no, we'll alternate. Yeah, Crows had a plan before okay. you jumped on. You just came moseying yeah. in here, stepping all over his plan. Well, fine. I, <laughs> I get to read my favorite music? one. All right, read your favorite one first, Matt. My favorite one is by Warren Ellis, who puts, who writes, "Hmm, have been instructed to make Bambi a member of the X Men." <laughs> no, no, you need to read the Ellis ones in order. Right. Okay, fine. Wait to fail on that one. Go here, ahead, let go, me recover this and, one for you. Go ahead and read them. Warren Ellis. So I got this phone call from Joe Caseta, and it was just the sound of him rubbing himself with money, and now I am confused. His next tweet goes, Hmm, have been instructed to make Bambi a member of the X-Men. And then he tweets again, I'm sure my new corporate overlords will enjoy the forthcoming graphic novel, Astonishing X-Men, Doe-Eyed Meat Geyser. Nice. Continues. One more time. At Joe Caseta, yes, I am wearing the mouse ears. And then in all caps, and nothing else. Ah. That's Warren Ellis. This morning, and then, and, and this morning he opened with, good morning, sinners. Brian Michael Bendis writes, congrats to Bambi's mother on joining the cast of Marvel Zombies. Stephen Wacker writes, you know, I never thought Cinderella and Prince Charming should have gotten married. Hmm. Yeah. Stephen Wacker then writes, Deadpool is now called a live pool. What? Huh? Matt Fraction writes, who's the leader of the club that's made for you and me? S-T-A-N-L-E-E-E-E-E-E. Chip Zdarsky wrote, finally they can remake Donald the Duck. The yeah, like power the duck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I had the Michael only positive Bendis. tweet. Brian Michael Bendis writes, Bendis. No, I did not kill the wasp to make room for Tinkerbell, but she would make a kick-ass Avenger. He later tweets, By the way, this merger had nothing to do with me almost hitting Nickelodeon star iCarly with my bike last week. And finally, he wrote, If this merger has taught us anything, it's that comedy writing isn't for everyone. Ah, <sighs> Yeah. Yeah, I'm not but opposed at all. Was, no, it sounds great. That wasn't, I'm excited. It wasn't just the Marvel writers that were having fe- uh, fun with this whole thing. Uh, Jeff Jakes, uh, the creator of a webcomic called Questionable Content, decided to go batshit crazy on his Twitter. Go Kids, for it, Chris. if you're in the room, you might want to, you know, hmm? They said go for it. Read them. Hey. <laughs> Kids, if you're in the room, you might want to cover your ears. Uh-huh. He, first twi- he first tweets... If Disney is buying Marvel, how does this affect my Spider-Man slash Little Mermaid slash fic? <laughs> he then goes on, to, but it gets better. Ack, piffed, Spidey. I told you not to thwip in my mouth, Ariel exclaimed, furious. Oh. He then tweets, the shocking fullness of his penetration caused Wolverine to gasp. He really was a beast. <laughs> Professor X downed another glass of scotch and exhaled slowly. Damn conventional morality, he decided. Tonight he would make Simba his. Bitch. Magneto took off his pants and cast a wry grin at the cowering robot. Oh, there's no escaping me, Wally. <laughs> Next tweet is, wait, you're 18, right? 
Deadpool asked. Hannah Montana only giggled. Oh. <laughs> Next tweet. Flexible though he was, Reed Richards simply could not accommodate seven thrusting dwarves all by himself. Yeah. <laughs> Cinderella was fed up with Cyclops' stupid fetish. This was their 16th glass slipper breakage, and his glands had the scars to prove it. <laughs> Tony Stark awoke. He didn't remember much of what happened last night, but judging by all the nude pink himpos and discarded tutus, it had been a doozy. <laughs> oh, Buzz good. Lightyear passed the cigarette to Dumbo. Did you go to Infinity and Beyond, too? It turns out Aladdin patented. I really do like you when you're angry. Oh. And then there's two more. And with a final thrust, Nightcrawler bamfed into Alice's rabbit hole. Nice. And then the final one, you know, just sick of just being around the bush, Galactus fucks Tron. The <laughs> end. Well, I just had a couple of short tweets. Mine were, Dear Mickey Mouse, please retcon at Joe Quesada and restore Spider-Man's marriage. Thank you, Comics Online. Hash, Disney buys Marvel. And then uh, I replied to Chelsea, who said something about uh, Hulk versus Disney princesses. And I said, uh, at must be Thursday, new from Disney Max, Ultimate Hulk versus Disney princesses. And of course, you know, the ultimate Hulk is, you know, the, the, the matter he gets, the hornier he gets, I think, is uh, in, in Ultimates 1. Now, um, people are making too much of a big deal over this deal. I mean, it's going to be fine. The whole reason this merger was created was just so, you know, they could use more characters in Kingdom Hearts 3 and Marvel vs. Capcom 3. That's all it is. It's all about video games, didn't you know? Also, so that Spider-Man can now go around without any pants on. Right. Because, you know, D- Disney characters don't wear pants, right? Well, or, you know, some don't wear pants and some don't wear shirts, you know, so you got to choose. So Spider-Man can go, on, go around without any pants, but he would have to wear, you know, a little sailor suit at all times. And then, you know, Mary, but you know what? Mary Jane could go around with some, you know, just some suspenders all the time, so I would dig that. That this, you know, is pretty awesome because this brings us one step closer to Frank Miller's Rescue Rangers. You do realize <laughs> that's right. Da, 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 da. Will there be prostitutes? <laughs> of course. Gadget's going to be a prostitute. Uh, yeah, so anyway, so this could be fun. I think, uh, I, I think going into, um, you know, having some Pixar Marvel movies would be fantastic. Well, that's something they've already started discussing. I so. know. I know, and I'm excited. I would love it. to see a Pixar Runaways. It'll never happen. Eh? Eh? Why? Never happen. Why? Dude, Dune, quit beating up your microphone. Dune was upset that it'll never happen. <laughs> what are your thoughts, Dune? I'm for it. <laughs> I don't even care. I, I, I'm fully for all corporations buying out the smaller people, even if it is a giant corporation buying a giant one. And I want to see the Marvel heroes and Marvel 
uh, imagery incorporated into Disneyland and stuff, and it'll be involved in California Adventure. And you know, they'll pull out shit like a stupid uh, Bugs 3D show and put in like a whole Marvel 3D show. Or wait a minute! Wait a minute! This is like Dune's Wet Dream. This is and this is this is uh, Bucky America and and Snow White together again for the first time. It's all I care about in life, and I, I'm sure they'll talk about a D23, which I'm going to in a week and a half or whatever. So I'll try to at least cover all the things that are related to that. Hey, tell us a, a, quick, a quick bit about what D23 is. D23 is the first uh, Disney convention, or first Disney-sanctioned Disney convention that's coming up. It's going to cover all their movies and the theme parks and all the other shit that Disney's involved in. And that's in about, what, two The big or three thing weeks? that's supposedly... Yeah, a week be- and a half. Uh, the big thing that's supposedly coming out of it is we're going to get our first real look at the Prince of Persia movie, nice. which I'm excited for. You know, I and I bet Matt's I excited too. You know, he dreams no, of no. shirtless Jake Gyllenhaal. No, Disney. The, the the Prince yeah. of Persia movie is just going to be Eddie Murphy, and it's going to be a romantic comedy. And then when he says things stupid on a date, he's just going to go back in time. And then he's going to run out of the sands of time. And then she's not going to think he's cool anymore. And she's going to break up with him. And he realized all along he should have just been himself. Wow. That was impressive. <laughs> Dune, you are drunk. He um, is good at Disney plots, I think. Yeah, I got free scotch today, too. Yeah. What'd you get? Dewar's White Label. What? Yeah. Like that- a drink or a bottle? Be bottle sealed. How, how'd you manage that? This is because uh, I'm this red. Also, hopefully, means that uh, we'll see a crossover t- between Gargoyles and uh, Spectacular Spider-Man, since they both have the same writers. And Matt prophesized that during the Spectacular Spider-Man panel. Thank you very much. Nice. They will have yes, to pay did. me. You... No, they have to pay me if that shit happens. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Greg and Vic, yeah. you owe me money. Yeah. Where's my money? Where's my money? If takes they have to take Matt on as a staff writer. That would be awesome. And Comics Online gets all the exclusives. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, okay. right. I'm going to IGN, bitch. Oh. oh. No, out. no, I'm not. Don't worry. I wouldn't um, do that. So anyway, uh, yeah, it, it should be pretty we awesome. We love you, IGN. Uh, we do? Uh, what? <laughs> Oh, they're very nice guys. We have no problems. I, I, well, yeah, they I don't know. I've never met them. I, okay, sure. We have. I, we have? A couple times. Oh, you guys met them at um, at the Stargate thing, right? Some of them. Stargate, yeah. uh, the um, middleman interviews, and then the Chuck interviews at uh, WonderCon. Oh, we're, they were awesome, Matt. Weren't they, Matt? Yep. Yeah, they were awesome. Thanks, IGN. Right on. So anyhow, um, so this week, um, last week, in fact, last week uh, debuted uh, a new on the on the movie front, on the uh, on the first run movie front. Last week debuted uh, Quentin Tarantino's latest, uh, Inglorious Bastards. Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! And uh, Dune and I saw. It. Did you guys see it? And Josh uh, twice. Saw it as well. No, no, Chris. No, Matt. I saw it. So amazing! Amazing! 
I saw it. You saw it? Thoughts? I thought it was really good. Yeah, I I think we're turning this into a pan, some panelologist reviews here. It was it was really good. I liked it a lot. That's the problem with reviewing anything you like. It's so easy to talk shit, but then you're like, I liked it, and then then all you can go to from there is like, remember that one scene? Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that guy, he was cool. <laughs> like <laughs> that what? Christoph Waltz or whatever was amazing, and like made the movie. But he won uh, fucking what the can best actor. Oh really? That that was the guy who played the um, uh, the the no the Jew hunter is that the Jew hunter? Yeah. yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that guy. That guy was talented. He was really. I, I was really impressed with the um, uh, with the 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 use of language. Um, the German actors are all the Germans were German actors. All the French French actors, all Americans Americans. And but then you had the Jew hunter who could speak from what i can understand really fluently or really convincingly to an american ear um you know both french and german and Ita- actually and italian as well he that said guy. he doesn't know italian but knows the rest of them i watched an interview with him oh really yeah that's cool um i was i was really blown away by it and it's like you know i there there are a lot of movies you know that i get tired of reading you know, I've watched some, you know, Gerard Depardieu, you know, fucking snooze fests, where it's like, all right, I'm tired of, you know, I'm not that good at French, and so, and I just get tired of reading, but this one, I was just, just loving it the whole way through, and, you know, that really says something, you don't get tired of it, I mean, you know, you get, you get films like, I don't know, you know, Man Bites Dog, right, that's all in French, um, and, you know, you don't get tired of that because, you know, it's so, so fucked up the whole way through. This one, there's some seriously fucked up scenes, like when, you know, the uh, the bear Jew, you know, goes after uh, the, um, what was he, a captain or a sergeant or something like that, who who, who wouldn't divulge the, the German's location. Um, and so that was a little harsh. I mean, there were, there were a few sections that were pretty harsh. Yeah. I, a little bit of the temp scalping people. I love the Samuel L. Jackson cameo. Yes, and Harvey Keitel does a voice in there too. There was a Samuel L. Yeah, Jackson cameo. He does a voiceover. Yeah. Yep. Narration. Really? Oh, yeah. Right. He did. Yeah. yeah. I didn't notice that they There's stopped calling him Nazis and just started calling him motherfuckers. No. No. Okay. Fuck you guys. <laughs> uh, what were you gonna say, Josh? I was just going to say, uh, it was, uh, speaking of the, the bear Jew, that they, uh, the uh, bastards themselves were so over the top in the Tarantino mode, they were, frankly, insane. I, I mean, they really went past anti-heroes. It was remarkable just how, basically, evil the heroes of this film were. Yeah. Like, badass. <laughs> If by evil you mean badass, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they were um, they were pretty harsh, um, you know. And the thing is, you know, the funny thing was, this was probably only occurred to to me, or not occurred to me, but was anyway my personal situation. But right as, um, right as she she gets. I think it, I, I don't remember if it was when, oh, 
when she kisses, um, God, what's the guy's name? Who's she? Uh, where, um, the woman, the one woman in the whole show, the, the, uh, the, the escaped Jew. Oh, okay. Uh, when she goes and, and turns and kisses her, her boyfriend, the black dude, um, somebody in the theater just moved or did something where I smelled somebody's perfume, and I was like, holy shit. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> now in smell over Yeah, I was like... I, Tarantino's great! I was like, what, they, they're, doing, they're bringing back smell-o-vision <laughs> from the 50s? <laughs> Um, anyway, I was like, whoa, that's, that was trippy. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty immersive. And, you know, while there's some things that were just really predictable, it was like you were anticipating these predictable things just with glee or, you know, or possibly terror if you don't like seeing people get torn up. Um, you know, or whatever. But, uh, loved it. Loved it. You know, both of my thumbs are up. The scene in the bar was a particular high point. Oh yeah, yeah. What what was the uh, the, the the catchphrase? Get her done. No no no. <laughs> Come on, dude. What was the uh, what was the catchphrase by that guy? Which 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 one in the bar? The um when when they have the the Mexican standoff underneath the table. I've got my gun pointed at your balls. I got my gun pointed at your balls. My gun's on your balls. I'm going to shoot you in the balls. And the bartender starts shooting. And the fat German girl starts shooting. And everyone starts shooting. And the guy's like, Max! And then he's like, ah! And then, then he comes down there and he's like, we got a grenade. And he's like, ah, oh, man. That, that, what? Get her done. <laughs> that was it, huh? Uh-huh. Okay, I think it was, uh... Say Auf Wiedersehen to your Nazi balls. <laughs> that was so good. Could have been that too. Right. I had to look it up on Facebook. You apparently you can you can add uh, Hugo Stiglitz. Party um, of friend. As right. Well, no, I saw it. The only reason I saw it was because you became his friend, or not a friend, but a fan. Oh look, and when I bring it up, I I see D- Dune Murderous. Yeah, Hugo Stiglitz. Yeah. And I'm a fan of the Bear Jew and Aldo and the Little Man. And I'm a fan of Freaks and Geeks to cover that guy, too. <laughs> awesome. Um, so anyway, yeah, definitely uh, definitely a high recommendation to, uh, for me. I mean, if you liked any of, of uh, Tarantino's movies and you can stomach it all, uh, reading half the film because literally you're reading at least half the film. You don't notice it as much though because it doesn't seem like a chore at all. No, it really doesn't. I mean, because really, you you could almost not read it and just watch it and listen to it and just you you'll get the um, uh, you, you you'd get the gist of it if even if it wasn't subtitled. And due to uh, like each movie, a third of the language is getting as much credit. It's almost like. The movie could be put out in Italy or or Germany with just as many subtitles, which is kind of interesting for any movie. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or France. Yeah, there's not not a ton of Italian, but you know, a little bit toward the end. Um, oh, dude, it's it, like three lines. 
dude, that was so fucking hilarious with Brad Pitt. You know, he goes. Even their cheat. Yeah. They, you know, I mean, this is not really a spoiler, but you know, it's a joke spoiler where he, you know, he's like, well, yeah, you know, I speak the most Italian, and then this guy, he speaks a little Italian, and this guy, he doesn't speak any Italian at all. Uh, when they're devising their plan B. Yeah. And, and so, and he goes, and of course, he, th- this character is so over the top. I mean, he's just absurd. He's completely ridiculous. And, uh, you know, and he supposedly speaks the most Italian, but he speaks it with this ridiculous, awful, you know... Opposition not, not, accent? Not even accent. You know, like, he it, imagine one of the guys from... Um, uh, fuck was that movie with uh dukes of hazard yeah all right i'll go along with that yeah some of the one of the dukes of hazard going in and trying to speak italian you better hit Chris doing a uh, doing italian impression go avon ghoul come on chris do it italian go well chris isn't playing along come on crows you're italian aren't you I think Crow's left. Really? <laughs> really confident. Yeah. All right. Well, Dune, as Crow's, will you do an Italian impersonation <laughs> for us? Stet the jit, Mingidon. I don't got, I got nothing. That was good. That was good. <laughs> that, that was shut up, moron. Yeah. Oh, nice. Well done. Um, so, anyhow, uh, yeah, good stuff. Loved it. Um, I spoke with Carl today. Uh, Carl, uh, one of our uh, longtime podcasters, and he he said that he saw on that on that same night that we went out to that, he went and saw Halloween two, and said that Halloween two, the the Rob Rob Zombie remake, uh, which really isn't really that much of a remake anymore. I mean, the first one was a remake, and the second one is just like, all right, well, we're just going to carry on. This is a sequel to the remake, not a remake of the second one. And there was, uh, I guess, a scene that was similar to uh, what went on in uh, Halloween 2, the original, um, but that's as far as it went. And then the rest of it was kind of like, uh, as Carl described it, what they should have done with Halloween 3. Um, so uh, he, he thoroughly enjoyed it, and uh, you know, I, I think that would get uh, one of his highest recommendations for, you know, speaking for Carl, he can, he can tell me I'm full of shit, but uh, speaking for Carl, I think uh, that would get get a high recommendation for him on the horror front uh, this week. Um, as far as DVDs right now... Oh, go, oh, go ahead, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm about the horror front yeah, what's uh, up? real fast, about, you know, stuff. Supernatural actually returns this week. Uh, Is on, it this week or... On DVD or on the, sh- the show? DVD, it came out today, actually. Oh, don't fucking scare me, dude. The, All right. Yeah, yeah, yes. In the fact, show comes out this week, too. What? The new, ep- this new season. Doesn't it? It's either this week or next week. Seriously? Yeah. That's nutty. You didn't know that? They're starting early. Wow. Yeah, they're usually like a November start, I, I think, or at least October. No, they're normally October start. They're starting in September for some reason. Well, I'm thrilled. I, you know, hey. Yeah, yay, it's next week. Yay for some fall starts. You know, I wouldn't mind so much uh, these 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 British size, you know, uh, ten to fourteen episode seasons. If people would just go and and have you know a fall season and a spring season. Yeah. 
um, you know, and have another good show that comes on. Like what Sci-Fi does, or what uh, USA does, you know. Exactly. With all their shows. Yeah. But, you know, big props to USA. You know, they've gone through, you know, a lot of crappy shows. Um, what are you but, trying to say about Wings? I think <laughs> Wings is exactly what I'm talking about. But then they got rid of oh, the 4400, which was their own stupid fault. Yeah, but you know, but then they, you know, then they came out with, you know, they came out with 4400, and you know, and made a made a, a solid show, and then they came out, you know, then they've got things like Burn Notice, which while formulaic is quality. Yeah, and I understand Psych is pretty good as well. And also, um, Bryce from Chuck is now having a show in USA called White Collar. That's yeah. coming out. The guy from Chuck has a new show where he's apparently a criminal and then gets taken out to hunt down other criminals. Oh, okay. So basically uh, playing Bryce Larkin again from Chuck. Uh, it's called Dog the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> I've seen that. <laughs> Uh, uh, the season or episode one of Dexter leaked too, of season four. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh man, I want to see that. Oh, right. it was good. Oh, Rose, uh, you were incorrect. Uh, Supernatural returns Thursday, September tenth. Suck it. Oh, oh, yeah, that's next week. Oh, that is next week. Yeah, next Thursday. I thought you said it was this week. Yeah, close I enough. said it was either this week or next week. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. First, you were saying it was this week, so it's next week. Well, this week is the Supernatural season four DVD, and then that's right, why I was which, getting with you know. Hey, look for look for the review here shortly. I've got to put that up. I'm I'm doing that one myself. Um, Joe, uh, who used to do all of our Supernatural reviews, uh, fell off the face of the earth, um, and I hope he landed softly because he's a good guy. And uh, but yeah, haven't heard from him in almost a year. Um, but, uh, yeah, he used to do all of our Supernatural reviews. In fact, he would, unsolicited, review Supernatural every week for us, and, uh, just because he loved it so much, and then all of a sudden it was just like, oh, what happened to Joe? Um, well, they're I, saying that this might be Supernatural's last season. There might be super, Supernatural what? Last season. This might be the season. Oh, their final season, yeah. Yeah, well, too, right? The uh, writer Eric Kripke has been always said that he has a five-year story plan for the show, and you know he doesn't really have anything else afterwards. So this might be last season. Well, that'd be cool. You know, if they they sew it up nice, you know, I would like to see some. You know, call me crazy, but I would like to see either an angel-like ending where it's like, oh shit, we're all fucked. Um. Or, or a happy ending, you know. But I don't. Well, it has two of the writers from Angel, so I'm kind of leaning towards the Angel-ish ending. Yeah. Well, how's it doing on the ratings? I mean, this isn't the BBC. I can't imagine they're going to shut it down just for artistic integrity if they're still drawing advertisers. Right, which has the, been the problem with with Smallville. You know, Smallville season yes. nine is coming up, and oh. uh, you know, season it's season nine of a five season. Uh, yeah series which you know no tights no flights is uh really needs to go away Re- you know just let me just well he now has a suit this season uh, well he should be like 32 by now right i mean he's kind of bust out the suit at some point yeah the actor is the actor's like 30 something um but yeah the uh the the 
Clark should be, you know, in theory, you know, if they're going by years, which they were in the beginning, um, you know, he's been out of high school for, for a while now, so he should be, like, out of know, college. Yeah, 23. Well, you know, he never went to college, really. Or, well, you know. That age. Yeah. Yeah, he's, like, 22, something like that. You can't um, really major in superhero down there. Wouldn't have been much point. Right. I mean, there isn't much m- more major than Superman. That's true. Mm-hmm. What about in the in the continuity of the comic? He never went to... Did he just go straight from Smallville to the Daily Planet? I don't remember. I don't know enough uh, Superman. Yeah, I don't either. I'm pretty I, sure he went to school. You, you think he, he got, he, like, a journalism degree he, or something? I think he at least had experience... Or he was that more experienced than Did, just, oh, you know... wait, 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 wait. I think Silver Age Superman uh, says that uh, he, that was, it was during that time that he was in the future with Superboy and Legion of Superheroes. And then he came back, he came back to uh, modern time, uh, you know, slightly older and, oh, hey, I'm going to go and get a job at the paper without, you know, miraculously without any, uh, you know, maybe he got one of those, uh, yeah. Uh, diplomas on the internet. Well, at that time, it was in the 30s, they were probably just like bringing it on. Yeah, pretty much. So he actually did most of his superheroing startup in the 30th century. I believe that's the case. Huh. I, I mean, not Golden Age, but, but Silver Age, yeah. Right. So what would we call this? The Bronze Age? Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, Bronze Age is uh, like what, was 70-something 70 70s, right? through 80-something. Then what's 10. this age? The uh, the black age, the dirt age, the, the brick right. age, Point. the Casada age. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Actually, uh, um, Blackest Night has been really good. It has been really good. I haven't, I you know, I just read um, Blackest Night two and uh, the accompanying Green Lantern and Green Lantern Core. I still have uh, Blackest Night Batman and Blackest Night Titans to read. Um, and Superman? I didn't get Superman. Is it good? That was surprisingly good, Kevin. Yeah, it actually is. Oh, like, man, I didn't get it. Night Titans are really good. You know, and I, I wish I had gotten it, but I didn't. Um, you know, I'll have to get it in trade. Or something. Click, click, click. Click <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, wow, you're really channeling Nomad tonight, aren't you? I really am. I, no, but seriously, um, dude, I forgot to get, I forgot to order my comics. Those people um, who order comics um, monthly will can sympathize with me. I forgot to order my comics this week. Was it too month. late? Last, not not this week. Last month. Oh shit! And in fact, it might be too late for for my October comics. So I forgot to order my September comics. And, you know, I, I can go and, and email them and say, hey, get me, my, get me this list of September comics, and they'll get them for me, but they won't be 40% off, they'll only be 25% off, which doesn't suck. I mean, it's still cheaper than getting them at the store. Um, and then... Uh, Don't you have a standing order for comics, like well, a regular subscription, though? It's, but it's not. It's like you still have to order them every month. You still have to go through and say, yes, I want all of these. Huh. Um... And so I got to do that. I got to go and 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 request those. And it's Tuesday already. I, I guess I better do that today if I'm going to get anything that's coming out tomorrow. 
And then uh, I didn't order my October stuff either, so I'm kind of screwed. I gotta I gotta cut way back. This these these two months I'm cutting way back, getting rid of you know getting rid of the dead wood and uh, just buying the shit that is important. And I'm not exactly sure what that is. I forgot about the other good thing about Disney buying buying Marvel is that. Morally, before I'd have to buy like a T-shirt or an action figure every couple months if I'm going to steal all my comics, but now I can just go to Disneyland. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, now my, and now my conscience is completely clear. I'm glad you feel good about yourself. Every day I hate myself. <laughs> you thought I was going the other way. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, how does the comics online crew feel about the? Uh... Disney acquisition, or there's a lot of concern online about Marvel getting sanitized and so forth. Um, Joe Quesada can get sanitized all they want. <laughs> yeah, he could use sodomized or si- sanitized. I couldn't understand Both. you first. Both. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tomato, tomato. So, um, but yeah, I, I. I'm gonna say I'm I'm gonna say that uh, being as though Disney and uh, and ABC have things that that do have some teeth to them. I mean, I mean, Lost. Hello. Um, ooh, hey, wait. ABC, Pirates of the Caribbean. Hey, hold on, hold on. ABC Lost. I see. Wait, there's a new ending to Lost and involves Wolverine saving the universe. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> and Josh Holloway will play Gambit. <laughs> like he was supposed to. Like he should have. Yeah. Well, oh, um, that uh, speaking about the uh, Disney acquisition too. Um, apparently, uh, Fox responded to this whole deal by oh. announcing that they have found a writer for the uh, new Fantastic Four movie, which will be a reboot. Pros, I had nightmares because you called me late last night to tell me this, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> The writer oh, is the writer of Batman and Robin. Oh wow, that sounds awful. Well, yeah. you know what the thing is the 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 Fantastic Four movies have been on the scale of Batman and Robin anyway, so it doesn't really matter. That's not going to hurt anything because it's not you know it's not like they're great to begin with. They're very childlike. But the way you know the timing of this announcement, you know, let's reboot Fantastic Four and have the writer of Batman and Robin, which you know is regarded as one of the worst comic book movies ever. Yeah. You know, so. do this. They announced it right after the whole Disney deal. It just feels like it's just there to spite, you know, Disney and Marvel for do- doing this. Right. Well, you know, keep in mind that, you know, Sony still, you know, still has uh, Spider-Man as well. You know, both in uh, animation and in uh, movies. So, uh, you know, it, it would be nice if Disney got it. And now for a commercial break with a word from our sponsor. Matt, do you have any music you could play for a commercial break, like a jingle or something? Uh, like the theme song to Lost? Yes. Hey, hey Matt, remember when when there was Fabian Cortez and they're fighting him, and then Kitty Pryde's like faded face through Wolverine, and she got his kick-ass claw, and now she's the most badass person ever? No, I don't remember that because I have not been reading X Men forever. You bastard! It's so good. It's so awful. Okay, I admit I, I admit I admit I have read it. It is so painfully bad, dude. Oh, like, you don't know what awesome means. Have you seen Bloodsport? Oh no. So, so Josh, do you do you know about X Men Forever? 
No, what's going on? So this is this is where where Chris Claremont goes and and re- goes and and ignores all the eighteen years of continuity. Oh right, yeah, and yeah. And goes back to X Men number three or four where right. he left off. The one he relaunched in like ninety one or ninety two, right? Right. That was the that was when uh, Magneto or Magneto pulled out Wolverine's skeleton, right? Magnetically. Yeah, pulled out pulled all of his adamantium <laughs> out. Yeah. We pulled out of the stops on this one. Huh. <laughs> uh, seriously, it's really good. But I have to say, it's not as bad as uh, Justice League Cry for Justice. Oh, God, that's been awful. Uh, I'm glad I didn't get it then. I don't know what it's about. It's, it's not within don't, the regular, don't bother. It's not within the regular Justice League comic, is it? Yes, it is. Well, no, it, it's, it's a uh, spinoff, but it uh, does not... Uh, really affect anything. Okay. Yeah, I think those are going to be a couple of things that I'm going to drop is Justice League. The right, like, here are a few pages here of it, and this is how bad the writing is. It's horrible writing. The, like, if you, uh, have ever seen, uh, Half-Life, Full-Life Consequences, it's that type of writing. Who's doing it? Um... It's uh, James Robinson. James Robinson from Starman. Well, I don't know about the uh, the rest of it, but this art is good. You got they just sent me a a link here. The uh, the cover art is good. Art is good, but read the dialogue. The huh. interior art is a good. Burning sensation will never go away. I hate art like that. So you're gonna? What are you talking about? This is great. I like my comics to look like comics. We've had this argument about cable too. Oh right, that's true. That's well, why I like X Men Forever. What do you mean? Shut up, dude. He doesn't like fully painted stuff. He only likes line art style comics. Oh. Um, the main thing is it slows him down so bad. This is when people start falling apart actually putting the comic out. That's true. But yeah, this looks great. Um, I'm sorry that the uh, the scripting sucks so bad because this artist is awesome. I I'd like to see some him or her draw something that uh, that doesn't suck because this is. So what's the plot? Is this what's the point of this uh, sub series? What's going on? Um. Uh, I barely just got a hold of issue two. Because someone in the comic book store was telling me to check it out. This is the, uh, the artist in, in that I'm talking about is Moro Cascioli, Cascioli, um, and the the writer is indeed James Robinson, who wrote uh, the the Starman series, which I adore, which is really kind of sad because what the fuck? But so this really sucks, huh? Yeah. Are you looking at it? Yeah, Dune sent Dune sent a uh, a link to uh, the the DC page where they give you like the first eight pages. So wait, is this a limited series or is it an arc in the main book? It's it's, it's a limited, limited series. series, huh? Yeah, so go, yeah, just go to dccomics.com and uh, and just put in "Cry for Justice" and I'm sure you'll be able to search it out that way. And that wasn't Dune who posted that link. I posted it. Oh, was he? Hey, learn to Skype, noob. Hey, suck it. <laughs> All I talk about now is Crossed. Still. <laughs> like, oh, Crossed is actually good. It's not like a... It's a... 
it's Garth Ennis's kind of take on zombies that are kind of like zombies. There's a lot more raping than brain eating. <laughs> did you post this? Who posted this? Uh, this spider mouse? I did. Me. Who created it? I don't know. We found it online. Okay. Who was? Oh, Terrence was saying that he wanted to create a uh, a Punisher logo with mouse ears. Yeah. Which I like even better. But, uh, anyhow. All right, well, cool. Um, so what else is going on right now? We got, uh, Crow, Crow's mentioned... Uh, well, this weekend, uh, this weekend, uh, the Penny Arcade Expo is coming up, which I will be at, you know, pimping comics online in our booth, you know, with the Yu-Gi-Oh! The Abridged Series and MAGFest. So people should look for the Comics Online banner. It's a uh, white, le- uh, white banner with red letters. Is that the case? As long as it's not falling down. As long as it's not falling down. All right, awesome. And then, uh, so Pen- that's that's kind of that started to be kind of a big deal. Penny Arcade Expo, huh? Yeah, I mean, they're actually start- showing off a uh, level arcade, for Left 4 Dead right? Two. Hmm. Didn't they? Didn't they start it out in in some in some uh, like uh, like land party joint, and then it just expanded from there. Not really. You're thinking about um, uh, con- the Control Alt Delete Digital Overload. Oh, is that there? Two different events. Oh, okay. That's Buckley. Yeah. You're thinking of your 11th birthday party. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> is this the Penny but Arcade yeah, um, webcomic? Yeah, the webcomic. Yes, Penny Arcade webcomic. So they, so it's they... a webcomic, but they put on a good convention. And they come to uh, Comic Con every year and seem they they've got a huge booth and they seem kind of full of themselves, which seems contrary to what you uh, what you see when you what what you read. But uh, I don't know, maybe I, I'd get full of myself too if I had that many adoring fans, you know. I always feel bad for no, the Penny no, Arcade really guys because they because they just draw themselves in their comic and stuff, but it's like the cool good looking version of themselves and you see him and one's like tall and lanky and one's like short and fat and bald <laughs> it looks like they look like henchmen from like a hanna barbera cartoon <laughs> like their body types and he's got to feel bad because <laughs> they draw themselves all cool and hip right. <laughs> and in real life it's just not them well oh, the big things that are being unveiled at the penny arcade expo are the uh, new campaign for left for dead 2 which is coming out in a month or so yeah, which everyone loves killing those zombies. That oh, it looks like Matt's leaving us. Oh, yeah, Matt's got to go because Matt's too good to to go to do a full podcast. I just got to make it a cameo. And I have to put a right, just to, his Bro, cameo appearance. Nobody really cares, though. Well, some people do. I care, Dune. You just like making fun Thank of you, them. Nomad. I mean, Dune. <laughs> <I've> never... <laughs> nomad. <laughs> We oh, do look alike. Good, that's a good note. People think we're brothers. Right. No, sorry guys, I gotta head out. But uh thank Don't you, you mean very sisters? much for an awesome podcast. Oh. Yeah, no one cares. No okay. problem, Matt. Thanks, Matt. See you later. I love you, Matt. Go write some new music. Matt, go hey, back to hey, bed. Oh, every, I'm sorry. Everybody has to check out that song about Chrono Trigger and Crows Dying in Cloud's Arms at randomgibberish.com. It's called The Future Refused oh, to Change. You.
Fuck you. Bye, Matt. Kevin, end the, end the podcast with that, okay? Okay. All right, that sounds good. And and, and Matt, make yes. sure when before you go to bed, make sure you write me a part in your, uh, you know, a, a cameo in your in your latest endeavor. Zombie Apocalypse Musical coming soon. Right, good night, see. everyone. Good night. Man, that Lost song's fucking awful. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that douchebag like the lyrics. That, Wait, speaking of pimping our own shit, I got a Christmas animation up in, in fucking August for no reason, or in September, for it, a, a fox contest. No, 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 it's internet police, but it's uh, for a fox animation contest thing. First of all, let me tell you, uh, lick my balls, because I want to see more boxies. I, I know, but we were working on stuff that matters, and we had like significant stuff going on. You know, I know, we'll get more boxies, because it's so easy to draw and do. I mean, I realize there's a lot of work that goes into these sort of things, but dude, that was such a fucking great cartoon. And, you know, just this little to- tiny, you know, we talked about it before, little tiny web cartoon. I just wanted to see more of that and, you know, and more of, uh, you know, little, what's her, what's uh, Kelly's character's name? Uh, that would be Becky Box. Becky Box. I want to see more of Becky's Box. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That eight-year-old. Oh, oh, yeah, that's all. Another announcement that just there. happened. What? If since we're pimping out our own shit right now. Oh yeah, please. Yes. That uh, new Yu-Gi-Oh bridge news. So it turns out that Dix, a uh, former uh, uh, comics online writer who is now off in the military, that bastard, uh, he was actually yeah, cruising through TV channels the other night by uh, and looking for something to watch and. He stopped on Gene Simmons' uh, Family Jewels, mm-hmm. and he heard a quote from Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged, what? spoken by Gene Simmons' son, Nick Simmons, in the show. What? Yes. Oh, I was, but I, that's not I all. I thought you were going to say that he was talking about uh, like Jessica interviewing him at, at Comic-Con or something. No, uh, apparently Nick Simmons is a huge Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge fan. And then earlier in the episode, one of his friends is wearing one of our In America shirts. What? Yeah. That's awesome. You want proof of this? No, I, well, yes. In fact, yes, I do. And I want you to post it at uh, on the forums at comicsonline.com. I believe All right, you. I shall. All right. Oh, wait, I still need to make a form account, don't I? No, oh, you have an account. Fail and AIDS. You have an account. Oh, oh, it's still attached to the main account. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. Can. I never post on that site. I, and I <laughs> wish you would. I really, really, really wish you would. I'll give you as much space as you want, Dune. Unlive or Dune. Uh, crows. <laughs> I just think that it's Dune doing your voice, you see. Uh, so we're both, like, what, Dune 20 is in now Italian? Nomad, and I am Dune. Wait, yeah. Carlos, you're 23, right? Hmm? No? Yeah? 23? My age? Your age? Yeah. No, I'm 25. 25. Oh, I thought you were my age and Italian and just interchangeable with me. Right. Oh, I'm Italian. It's just, you know, I'm older than you. You're my bitch. <laughs> <laughs> really complicated. Why does it have to go there? Why, really? Come on. All right, so. Because it's the internet and we take it there all the time. That's true. Um,. At least I didn't do at your least, mom. Yes, damn it. I was about to say, at least no one brought up fucking anyone's mom, but I had to take it down to that level. Now I have to compare you to Hitler and we're done. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
You know what's like nope. Hitler? Hey, 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 Dune, do you know what's like Hitler? Uh, what? Crows. Oh, my, he's so much like <laughs> Hitler. So, uh... Hey, hey, Kevin, Kevin. Yeah, yeah. I heard you like mudkips. You know... Well, I fucking love mudkips. Who doesn't? Thrust, Who thrust, doesn't, thrust. Really? Yeah. Mud yeah. Kips. And this podcast has hidden all low. All time low. Yeah, so uh the weekly thing. Yeah, maybe maybe if we're lucky we'll just pad the end of this with some interviews that I just find. Maybe here's one from Nomad. Yo, this is Nomad for ComicsOnline.com. And right now I'm interviewing what's your name? Mr. Miracle. And what's your power for Mr. what's your like power is Mr. Miracle? I can escape from anything. Can you escape from looking like a douche? Uh, not today. <laughs> not today. <laughs> no, <Nah>, just like <laughs> No <laughs> And what are you just the best? Shadow Cat. Shadowcat. Oh, Kitty Pride, Lockheed. That's awesome. That's awesome. So wait, is this your girlfriend? Yep. You guys have sex with the costume? Not yet. Do <laughs> you want to do it right here for everybody? Look, hey, make a wall around these people right here. They're going to have sex with costumes on. I think we're going to escape the situation. <laughs> All right, thanks for the interview. Oh, that was hilarious. I, I don't know. Maybe I'll put one there. Maybe I won't. Um, in any case, um, yeah. That, that, that Where's Chelsea? Like, I, don't know. Oh, I missed her high whining. Yeah, she's she's busy this this past couple of weeks. She's I'm just seeing Chelsea. I love you. I'm just filling in for Nomad. She um, wait. She got her, her laser eye surgery. Now she's too cool for comics and stuff. Apparently, she's yeah. hitting the clubs, yeah. getting laid, snorting meth off strippers' asses. <laughs> like you do. Yeah. <laughs> when you have twenty twenty vision. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, the world is your oyster. <laughs> yeah. She's pulling off at the right exits on the freeway and all sorts of partying. <laughs> That's really all it takes. It's just some nice clear vision. I you know, I was gonna get some laser eye surgery, but you know, I'm married, so Wait, that sounds awful. That you know, <laughs> let me strike that <laughs> make sure to edit that out. That sounded not what I meant it to sound like. Alright, so uh anybody else got anything else going on, Josh? I'm going to go to the laundromat. Sure don't. All right. Obviously not doing crows. You got anything else? Oh, yes, I do. Um, another thing uh, that was announced at Comic-Con, a new Ninja Turtles uh, animated movie that's coming out. No, that was it. It's called Turtles Forever. That was, that was, uh, wasn't that uh, announced on, in, in the interviews with Kevin Eastman? Was it? Yeah, if you'd only listen to this this pod, you know this yep. podcast that we're on right now. If you'd only listen to the episodes that you're not on, um, then you'd know. <laughs> I don't even listen to the episodes I'm on. That's Kevin so Eastman sad. looks like he'd be really good at fixing cars, but not in the good way that you can look like you're good with cars. You know, it's funny, funny, <laughs> fun, funny story. One of the one of the most downloaded i think the most downloaded episode that we've ever done is the one with the kevin eastman interview apparently people really want to hear what he has to say he's actually a good good interviewer by the way you should listen to it if you haven't already which you probably have he's uh, i have publishing heavy metal now right yep he's publishing heavy he metal. Owns that bitch. yeah you anyway. can read about that shit in the fucking panel thing i wrote shit on our website and shit that's true yeah and yeah dune dune's definitely uh did his share um 
I'm going to cover the hell out of D23 because Comic-Con's depressing to cover. Let's get into that for a second. And it's that sense that you're like, yes, I'm going to go cover this shit. And they're like, why the fuck is that on Entertainment Tonight? And it was some insanely small panel that I went to. And it's already up by the time I get home on my short trolley ride. What the fuck? Comic-Con's discouraging because everyone in the world is there. I agree. And it's also discouraging that, you know, here we are. You know, this is Comics Online at Comic-Con. Why is it that we have to uh, surreptitiously invade uh, certain areas of the convention center so that we can uh, get the story? I just like to know that. Because we're not newsarama. <laughs> Fuck. You know, on one hand, I'm glad we're not newsarama, but on the other hand, and the other hand's a lot bigger. Yeah, that other hand is a lot bigger, and it's filled with money. And shame of oh, Did we discuss uh, District 9 yet? No. Talk about it. Uh, it was good, but I get motion sick. You, yeah, I saw it with Nomad. Your quick rundown, Crows. Go for it. Uh, District 9 was the perfect, you know, replacement for a Halo movie, which was what Peter Jackson and uh, the director, how do you say his name? Neil Blomenkamp or something like that? Oh, yeah. Oh, that, that that's the camp. Yeah, that, that's the camp that that Crows went to as a youngster. Blowmen camp. He's gay. Yeah. So go on, Crows. So anyway, it's the story about these aliens coming to Earth and you know being stuck here and being placed in a place called District Nine, which is in Africa. Mm-hmm. That uh. Trying and it's all like done as it, huh? a uh, documentary style. Hmm? Trying to hit you over the head with it? Like, yeah, these guys yeah. are like Africans, get it? Get it? We're putting them in Africa, get it? Yeah, they kind of do that a lot in the movie. Yeah. Very heavy-handed stuff. I thought it was really awesome. And, well, they really did set it up for a sequel. So expect to see a District 10 sometime soon. <laughs> Yeah, well, hey, oh, and well, speaking, really, speaking of 9 becoming 10, uh, by the way, this this may very well be our final episode of Season 9 because, uh, you know, the, the seasons go with our birthdays, and our the site birthday is uh, September 25th, so uh, unless we squeak in an, another one before then, um, this uh, look, look for uh, Comics Online Podcast Season 10, Episode 1, coming shortly after September 25th. Okay. Okay. And with that, <laughs> Sounds with that, I think I think we have an episode. We've got we've got an hour and 25 uh recording. Uh yeah. we are recording today is Tuesday, September 1st, 2009, and this has been Comics Online Podcast Season 9, Episode 18. Uh for Matt and Dune and Crows and our bonus person Josh Powell. I'm Kevin Goswan, and for everything geek pop culture, this is Comics Online. Do drugs and kill people. (laughs) Disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed by the participants in this podcast, especially Nomad, are those of each participant themselves and do not necessarily represent those of Comics Online, any other participants, or any employers, past, present, or future of any participant, or anyone else in the world living or dead. If you would have thought otherwise without hearing this disclaimer, 
Maybe you're a stupid fucking retard, and should probably stop punching yourself in the face only long enough to immediately and permanently log off the internet, delete all podcasts of any kind from all of your equipment, and never ever attempt to view, read or listen to grown-up talk involving sarcasm for any reason ever again, okay? Or maybe you're instead one of the other 99%. Our smart and good-looking fans who appreciate foul language and biting sarcasm as well as everything geek pop culture, even when it's delivered by a robotic voice like mine. If you have comments, questions, or suggestions for the Comics Online podcasters, we invite you to post in our forums at comicsonline.com or visit us on MySpace or Facebook, or you can simply email us at podcast at comicsonline.com Peace out word to your mother box I didn't love you I was going to break up with you next weekend after the holiday but then the zombies came and ripped you from my arms and as they started chewing I knew we were meant to be though I'm a human and you're a zombie I love you. Goodbye. Because the zombies came and they took you away. Then the zombies came and things would never be the same. And when the zombies came and I saw you die right before my eyes, we said our goodbyes. off limits and you came on to her anyway then the zombies came and as you went down fighting you screamed at me for help I took my pistol and I shot you in the face and the 
tell the truth that felt pretty good But now I'm missing you Cause you were my best friend So now we're cool I hope I'll catch you on the flip side So Steve Steve. And Megan And and Monica Monica. This is goodbye goodbye. Because the zombies came And they took you away Then the zombies came And things would never be the same And when the zombies came I saw you die right before my eyes. We said our goodbyes, goodbye, goodbye. This is the part of the song where the audience gets to sing along. It's very, very. You've repeated the chorus like three times now. So if you know it, sing along. If you don't know it, sing as a zombie. It's easy. You go. Okay. Ready? Let's go. Everyone in here. Yeah, we got a chair. Yeah. Zombies. Zombie chair. All right. Good. One, two, three. Then the zombies came. They took you away, and then the zombies came, and things would never be the same. And when the zombies came, and I saw you die right before my eyes, we said our goodbyes, goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. There's lots of zombies in the room. We're kind of zombie zombie now. Apocalypse, the musical, yes. coming soon. Good job, guys. That was, that was so, a good zombie. From up here, you sounded really